Welcome to Point of Insanity Game Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and today it's another... It came from Netflix, and today my friend Dawn is here to join me. How are you doing, Dawn? I am great, considering what we just watched. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't that bad. Well, it wasn't that good either, but sometimes a movie maker will create a film that's just so epic and legendary People are going to be talking about it for generations, and it's going to go on to inspire future movie makers to make excellent movies. This is not that film. Yes, I was going to say, Cowboys, <laughs> and Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs is not one of those films. No, no. We'll probably talk around it or talk about it around fire pits yes, for years to come, but that might be about it. I wasn't expecting this to be a great movie. I wonder if they were kind of trying to go off the... Because uh, remember, there was that Cowboys vs. Aliens? Yeah. And oddly enough, this was not an asylum picture. No, and it was actually far more entertaining than I expected it to be, <laughs> considering we went, hey, this has a one star. Let's watch this one. Yes, on the <laughs> the YouTube... or Sorry, not YouTube. The Netflix rating, it was one star. And then looking on the Internet Movie Database, it's 2.6 out of 10. So people kind of rated it. About to say, oh my goodness, you can pay $1.99 to watch this on Amazon Video. <laughs> no, I won't. That's about $2 <laughs> too expensive. So when we were watching the credits uh, in the beginning, the only name I recognized from there was Eric Roberts. I didn't even recognize that. I, that's, I'm like, huh, who? Okay. <laughs> and I saw one thing that appeared in the bottom corner, Rib Hills, which I thought, okay, was this Rib Hills, Montana? Because the movie takes place in yeah. Montana, but apparently that's the name of the guy who plays the, the lead character, yeah. the lead male antagonist, and not antagonist. Well, he is kind of an antagonist in a way. In but parts the, of it, yeah. Yes, the male protagonist, uh, who his character name is Val Walker. So, what's the best way to describe how, how to even start with this movie? We predicted every single plot, well, almost every single plot point. Exactly. It's one of those movies where... <laughs> and it was epic. <laughs> yes, it was. That is true. As Dawn said, it, it is one of those movies where we were like, okay, I bet this is going to happen. Oh, it happened. And we were excited that it did happen. So yes, <laughs> I, I think because there are some types of movies where even though they're cheesy, they're poorly written... The special effects were atrocious. Yeah. I mean... But not but not Birdemic level of atrocious. I do have to say that. It's not Microsoft Paint level <laughs> of atrocious. I haven't seen Birdemic, so I'm not oh, sure how that oh, one goes. Mm, we need to do that someday, yeah. man. <laughs> but let's just say that the, the CGI effects from Jurassic Park, which was made in what, like 92 or 93? No, I don't even know if it was... 91, 92, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, some, so Jurassic Park, which was made, let's see, what about... Early 90s. Yeah, early 90s, so almost 20, well, about 15... More than 15. 15 yeah, Dips close of... to 20 years ago. Those CGI effects were better than this. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just that you could tell that the dinosaurs were fake. I mean, you know, you, you suspend your disbelief. You realize that they're going to be fake, of course. And it's not necessarily that they necessarily looked bad. It's just they didn't look right with the environment. Right. I mean, like the, there was this one scene near the end where there's a one of these, well, I kept calling them velociraptors. But, they're Utah raptors. I, okay, here's the thing. This is, and that Jurassic Park got it wrong. 
originally, and they've acknowledged since then that it's been wrong, but they keep it for continuity the same with every new movie that comes out. It's like, Velociraptors were the size of a chicken, the big ones were Utah Raptors, and that's that, but yeah. So, <laughs> I always yeah, correct so people. Yeah, so I kept calling them Velociraptors, <laughs> and Donald was like, Utah Raptors? So, but anyways, yeah, the Raptors in this movie were essentially, yeah, like I said, they didn't look right with the environment. There were times where the shadows were inconsistent, and I mean, it was standing on top of a car, on the like the the, the trunk of a car. But the shadowing was wrong. There was the no shading. shadowing. Yeah, there was no like. I mean, you'd expect like claw marks or mm-hmm. like something like um, you know, something like indentation because you've got this big dinosaur on a car. Yeah, it's probably gonna cave in a little bit. Nope. So it reminded me of a bad edit on Photoshop battles on Reddit where somebody just kind of <laughs> took and copy and pasted things on there in Photoshop, but didn't bother to clean it up and make it look quite right. <laughs> exactly. So, well, essentially how the movie starts, uh, there is a mine operation. They're mining iridium. Well, don't we get the, the lone cowboy first, though? Uh, he Or did we get the, the, the mine first? I don't remember which came I first. I think it was kind of intermixed, where okay. like they were jumping back and forth between what was happening at the mine in the beginning of the film. And sad cowboy. And yes, sad cowboy. <laughs> but what happens is, there's this team, they're going into this mine to get uh, iridium, iridium, whatever that is. Yeah, and which I think, yeah, it is, iridium is real. I'm uh, yeah. not sure what they well, they kept for, saying iridium and iridium and changing the pronunciation, so I don't know what they're really talking about. But okay, so they're going down to get it, and they blow something open, and then there's this passage you can see, which you know there's like light in there, and it's like, okay, how does that work? And it's all like sudden, going to Toontown is what I thought they were doing yell to, from to a, do a Roger Rabbit, Rabbit reference. <laughs> Roger Rabbit reference. It was like a portal to a new world. Exactly, because <laughs> there was like mist and there was a light back there, and then all of a sudden dinosaurs raptors. start coming out. It's like behold, oh, raptors. Because <laughs> what? And the thing is, you had this mind. There's these guys running around with assault weapons because apparently they had. Apparently, iridium is pretty valuable that you have to have armed security guards to make sure no one goes after your iridium. And I have to say, I love the fact that through ev- the consistently through every part of this movie, anything that's explosive or or whatever, the box clearly says explosive on it in, yes. like, government-issue font. Yes. Like, <laughs> like the whole Looney Tunes yeah, cartoon yeah. where it's like... You know, kind of like that font that they used for Acme, where everything was... You yeah, know, the Acme same. issue. Yeah. Toxic waste. Ex- explosive. <laughs> exactly. And it's like the... Uh, okay, so they... While they're doing this thing at the mine, there's this guy in a beat-up old pickup truck and, you know, the black cowboy hat. So it's like, you know, I think it's supposed to show that you're not really supposed to have a favorable impression of him right away. Initially, right. Yeah, because um, I was reading something about... Well, like, uh, when Cowboys vs. Aliens came out, Harrison Ford was saying that his cap in there, you know, the hat he was wearing was kind of this gray color, mm-hmm. because it was supposed to represent that his character was kind of morally amb- Bi- ambiguous. Ambiguous, yeah. yeah. And kind of the same thing with Han Solo, where he's got the black vest with the white shirt. Mm-hmm. So, and even, you know, Luke Skywalker in uh, Return of the Jedi, he's wearing the black suit, but mm-hmm. when he's trying to escape the Death Star with Darth Vader, you know, it's peeled open, you can see white. And Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be that symbolism of, you know, okay, yeah, it looks like he's going to turn to the dark side, but he's still good inside. Right. So, anyways, so the, it, the, the, it was kind of weird in the beginning where it, like, intercuts between what's going on in the mine and some scenes from, like, a rodeo, and it doesn't really make sense till later. 
But uh, essentially what happens is the we go past the mine where, again, we know there's dinosaurs coming out. And, of course, you've got the greedy mine owner who doesn't want to shut things down. Of course not. Money. Course, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a bunch yeah, of... Dinosaurs, man, they're just people. Money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who cares about my workers? I can go in. I can go get more of them. But uh, when the guy who Rib Heels plays, Val Walker, mm -hmm. he gets into town and... You know, it's like kind of weird. It's like he was going to the mine to try to look for a job. Well, he was going to, but he goes to get food first. And that's where we get that Oscar, the, what I call, quote unquote, the Oscar winning dramatic meeting with the ex-girlfriend. Yes, because <laughs> Val goes to get coffee. And at, a steak, and apparently. A steak. Yes. <laughs> at a diner. Yes, at a diner. Diner steak. Mm. And his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend is there. And, you know, just the, the tension, the, the, you know, the, the... The quivering lips, the tension. The swelling music in the background. You could tell that there was this stress between them and... And she goes and calls her cop boyfriend. Come and save me. Yes, the cop who was named uh, Henry. Yeah. Yes, we don't... They don't even give him a last name. It's just Henry. Sheriff so, Henry. Yes, so her ex-boyfriend goes, gets in town and she calls the sheriff, Henry, who... Goes in there and, you know, of course they have their... Pulls a gun on him under the table, because that's classy. Almost like Star Wars, again, with the whole Guido and... Who yeah. shot first, Henry or Val? <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, Val gets mad and, you know, punches him, and that lands him in the tank. Hey, that's how you handle things in Montana, apparently. Yes. Gunfights or fistfights? Hey, don't bring a gun to a fistfight, is what I'm saying. So, yeah, the they get in their confrontation, because, yeah, as you said, apparently in Montana, you either do it with the gun or do it with your fist, so... He punches the cop and, of course, gets sent to the tank. And who is there conveniently but his dear old dad? Daddy's a drunkard, apparently. <laughs> yes, played by Eric Roberts. Puking everywhere with a like it's like the it's like a vomit fountain. It's gorgeous. Yes. So he gets there, and then you know, it's, it's very convenient that he's in there with his Pots dad. Of ice. <laughs> and this is one of the scenes where we could kind of tell what was going to happen because the. Okay, there's a scene where, um, I think this happened shortly, the, the movie's kind of a blur even though we just watched it, but um, the... It's because nothing made sense through the whole thing. Yes. <laughs> if you do decide to go look out Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs, I almost said Cowboys vs. Monsters, that'd be an interesting movie maybe, like, you know, Cowboys vs. Like, Dracula and the Wolfman and... Are we talking like old Hollywood? Oh, like the whole um, like a Nosferatu comes out like from behind a tree. I'd be I would dig that. I, yeah, something like where you know you have. We like could film whole... that in your backyard, and it would probably do better than half the stuff on Netflix right now. Yes, probably. <laughs> so yes, the back to the dinosaurs and uh, cowboys movie here. So the uh, there's a scene where there's these three women. You know, they're going to go. Uh, oh, the four. There were four because remember she right. had the the one Sky, the ex girlfriend, but now she's dating the sheriff. Had the white swimsuit on because she was the innocent. Yes, and everyone And then else there were the, the four, like, there are three, and they're, like, skankier black. <laughs> so, this is where we kind of got one of the first almost jump scares. Oh, I my God. I didn't call it almost because it really didn't. <laughs> no, it, like, spazzed you out for, like, five minutes. 
But there was not the, for what the reason people would think, but <laughs> yeah, because apparently there's some guy who was one of their girls' boyfriends was hiding behind the truck, and like they're like, you know, of course these girls are in this little pond, and like who's there? And, and then like was, you know the boyfriend he had shorts on, and he was covering himself with his cowboy hat. And I'm like, what are you concealing something inappropriate behind that cowboy hat with your giant red? Who knows? Oh, here's a <laughs> so, creep with his creeper porn stash. Yes, exactly. And then, you know, of course, this is where Skye and one of her friends, I think it was Rhonda. I don't know. Um, yeah. Her name was unimport- unimportant to me. Yeah. So they, or was it Jenny? I don't know. Uh, anyways, Who but cares? Anyways, her name was, doesn't matter. Something. So they go drive off, and you could tell pretty much what was about to happen. Well, I think you said, I think we pretty much guaranteed they were going to get eaten as soon as she left. Yeah, and actually, I was expecting... Like something to come out of the water. Yeah, I was expecting something to come out of the water. But eventually what happens is uh, one of the the women is making out with her boyfriend, and then they hear like a eep, and they turn around and they see a, a velociraptor, you know, gnawing at the throat of their friend. But, yeah, and then it, and this is where you lost it, because it leaped, like, into the water, but kind of, like, disappeared. Yeah. Shallower, like, deeper yeah. than, like, the other two were standing. This is where I was trying to make sense of the movie, because I was actually Mistake number one about this. It's like, okay. You rewound it a few times. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> velociraptor jumps in. Okay, you could tell, first of all, by where they were in the water. They were... Like, calf were, deep, maybe. Yeah. They were, well, were the people where they were maybe knee-deep. Yeah. But if you just kind of logic it out, you know, chances are that place where the dinosaur landed, it would have been about calf-deep on the average person. Again, they weren't deep. But this dinosaur jumps into the water, hardly makes a splash, and totally disappears. You're looking for logic in this movie. Yeah, like I said, if you do decide to watch this movie, (laughs) (laughs) doo-doo, if you do decide to watch this movie... Check your logic and reason at the door. Yeah. Or pound some, you know, pound a few beers or some vodka or whiskey or something while uh, while watching it, you know, because you'll probably enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. But we were actually sober watching yeah, it. Yeah, we were enjoying it. And honestly, I think I was really confused for a, a good part of it, even like starting here. I was like, it didn't eat them. It just kind of took a chunk of their skin off yeah. and left. It was weird. That's what this is kind of weird about these vol- well, just raptors, raptors, whatever you want to call them, raptors. raptors. These raptors through the movie is they were just taking bits and pieces out of people. They weren't eating them. So it's almost like showing these raptors as slasher villains. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, okay, you'd think they would at least eat more of it. But then this goes to one of the other scenes where we could pretty much know what was happening. One of the mine foremen, he was, you know, at his house with his girlfriend. And, of course, you know, the girlfriend was saying something about raptors and he started making fun of raptors and we're like okay a raptor's probably going to jump through the window which was open mm-hmm. and kill them both yep the movie did not disappoint that's what happened so moral of that story don't make fun of raptors otherwise one is going to jump through your well, window and, and then kill she's you. standing there in her underpants of course yes and with a butcher knife and i'm disappointed that she doesn't start stabbing it she just sits there and falls over and and gets eaten. I'm like, dummy, you have a knife in your hand. You don't even at least try to defend yourself. That is true, yeah. She she didn't... It, she must have been overcome with terror. But when the, the sheriff eventually goes back there to in, investigate it, yeah, it's like the dinosaur... Okay, like, I started arguing, first of all, that the sheriff, A, didn't have any gloves on, and B, he's disturbing the forensic evidence by putting his grubby bare hands on these, like, corpses... And then I'm like, oh, wait, logic in a film yeah, like this. Yeah, we've, we've, we've 
We've, we weren't Ugh. to the point yet where you're we... Like, you're looking at me like you're looking for logic. And we, I'm like, oh yeah, we established this two scenes ago. There's no logic in this movie. But there was a claw underneath his body, even though he didn't fight the raptor at all. Exactly. And I'm like, how did the raptor lose a claw? Do they shed them like cats? What's happening? <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, I was thinking, unless the guy was made of really tough stuff, that the claw would have broke. But we noticed, like, it looked like the rib cage. The rib cage was in the wrong direction. Like, the ribs were curving inward instead of outward. I was like, something's wrong with this body. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and that bothered me every time they went back to that body. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that's, that's true. And it's like, you know, they you flash forward a bit, little bit in the movie, and then we learn a little little bit more about Val. Apparently what happened is he was... Well, he fell off a bull. Yes, he was he in got, the rodeo. He got kicked or stomped on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he turned to drugs and alcohol because he was too afraid to get back on the horse, in this in quotes. Um, because I don't know if he meant the horse in general or horse and bull. Yeah, so... So he turned into he turned into intoxicants and then he got violent one night and apparently hit his girlfriend. Yeah, and that's and then what left caused town. there. Yeah, and then that's what caused him and that's where sometime between that period, uh, Sky falls in love with Henry and they, you know, they become a couple and when after, you know, Val's back in town, all of a sudden Henry's being really kind of kind of a jerk to Sky. It's like Okay, well, because you know. she loves, she still has feelings. Because remember, at, sometime after this point, while Val's in jail, she's sitting on her bed with a shoebox of old photos and just crying over these pictures of her ex-boyfriend. And I'm just, it's like it's such a teenager thing to do. And he's like, "Don't tell me you still care about him." And she's like, yeah. "Don't you tell me who to care about?" Exactly. And he's like, ar- he's like basically roughing her up. And I was like, "Oh yeah, because you're so much better right now." But exactly, you're not looking much better no, than Val. No. So, and then of course, as I said we see the there's a scene where the the uh, you know the mine owner he still wants the mine to you know to keep going. That guy is such a snidely whiplash kind of looking. Yeah, and it, it's the Man, old, this is my mine. <laughs> yeah, and it's the old horror movie cliche where sometimes you can kind of tell who's going to survive and who's not. And in any sort of movie like this where there's like a natural disaster that's maybe partly kind of caused by human greed. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that mine, you know, the mine operator or the businessman who, you know, still wants people to work, even though, you know, something bad just happened. And yeah, you knew what, you knew he was yeah. going to last till the end of the movie, but they had this one scene where they were, you know, they got the explosive cans, and you knew they were explosive because well, that was they because had they them. had that meeting, and they, you know, told everybody, "Well, this is all the fancy stuff we've got hidden underneath in the ground, and here's the tunnel we're gonna do to get to your friends that may still be alive if we, you know, blow our way in to make this fancy tunnel. Because if we do it the right way, it could take months, and then if they're there, they will die." Which yeah. is not at all a shady way to do it. And then, you know, people are sitting up going, I see some safety problems here. And he's like, screw your safety problems. This is the way to do it. Money, money, money. You can see the dollar signs in his eyeballs, yeah. pretty much. But, so they blow up this. <laughs> they they cause this explosion and, it, you know, the, the ground collapses. And I think I said to Al, I could just see the dinosaurs shooting out, like, like, like rockets from this hole. And what happened, Al? Dinosaurs started coming out, and I think even made the thing now. If only T Rex came out, that, that would. And it was a little bit shortly after, like all the raptors shot out. I was like, "Oh, it'd be great if a T Rex came climbing out of here." And then, boom, T Rex came out. Comes out. the T Rex. Oh, it was great. It oh, was glorious. And it was and all then. over town. And then, oh, 
Yeah, and then the you know, of course, this is a we part start. Where... Well, they started hunt that one guy Quaid. The the who yeah, plays Quaid? Who is the guy yeah, playing Quaid? The African American guy. Um, I let's see. We're well, I hate to the... assume that he could be English. I don't even know. They do yeah. they do accents so well. Okay, Quaid. 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 Oh, they not even. Well, you have to go full cast. Oh, full cast. Okay, yeah. Sorry, we're we're looking on the Internet Movie Database to uh, see Quaid. Mm-hmm. They don't even have him among the main. Scroll cast? down. Well, maybe not. Tina. Quaid, okay, uh, they live. As Kevalicious Kevil- Jones, that's his, is that really his character's name, Kevalicious uh, Jones? Apparently, or maybe that's what they credited him. Because, uh, yeah, the actor's name is Kelsey Watson. The actor's name? Huh. Yeah. He looks pretty familiar, so maybe he's been in things I know, but, yeah, because he kind of went, like, on a hunting spree. Oh, yeah, he went... He had, things. like, propane tanks filled with methane. Yeah, how does that <laughs> even the, work? It's I don't like, know how he figured that out, but he kind of went nuts. He went... Well, to, yeah, that's true. They never really touch on how... Because I know he went into the mine, out. and he started, like, pulling stuff out of, like, the mesh, like, flesh, and, like, start, I don't know if he took it to a lab and tested oh, it. maybe that's why... Because they never explained it. it, but I know he took, a, like, a chunk of flesh. Can you remember, he goes, this don't smell, what does it smell like? And he's... Yeah, and the other but, guy he was talking just kind of like, yeah, I smell it too, and walked off, and they didn't exactly say it. So, okay, now that makes sense, because... But can you smell methane? Yeah, well, actually, I think naturally it doesn't have any scent. It's just that the... When you're using methane for, you know, for heating purposes, I think that the uh, the energy department puts something in it to make it smell like rotten eggs. But you're right. But I, that's but that's natural gas, not methane. That is okay. This is bothering Mal because I, I don't think methane does. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I'm wondering why that would make a difference. Does methane have an odor? Oh, we're gonna look it up now. Okay, because yeah, it does met. Let's see, methane. Odorless gas. Yeah. Okay. So, because well, he took a Wikipedia, chunk of, he so took Wikipedia a chunk. Well, correct. but 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 he took a chunk of what looked like dinosaur flesh or something yeah. off that crate, and he goes, "What does it smell like to you?" He goes, "Yeah." And I'm thinking, well, okay, if that was methane, why would he know what that smelled like? Because methane. Because yeah, I know it comes out of cow pats and stuff, mm-hmm. but, but why <laughs> would that make any difference? Yeah, and like I said, because I think I remember in uh, back when I was in Boy Scouts. When we were at some safety thing, they were teaching like emergency preparedness or whatnot. Um, they, I remember they had someone from the Wisconsin Energy Corporation there, and they were saying that, you know, yeah, they, the, I believe the guy did mention that normally methane does not have a smell, mm-hmm. and they add a chemical to it to make it smell like rotten eggs, so you know that, you know, if you smell this. Yeah, you know, be careful, don't light a match, call us immediately. Yeah, they do that to your natural gas that they pump in your household, too, like for cooking. So, yeah, okay, well, like I said, I, well, we pretty much established that this movie is not going to be... Well, yeah, but that's where I was like, that's why I can't figure out how he would have known to take propane tanks that he, for some reason, filled with methane. methane. They never really established why. That is true. They never established why they have propane tanks filled with methane, but they, you know, he was using that as a way to bait the dinosaurs. And, again, we're wondering why, because... If you are making the mistake of trying to look at this movie logically, at this point you're thinking, okay, how could a bunch of dinosaurs survive underground? And this is something that happens way later in the movie. It's like there's a scientist uh, who was Dr. Sinclair, and she was like, you know, she figured that, okay, they probably adapted to live off of methane. And I know that, I believe there are, like, 
there are pockets. animals that do live off of methane. Yeah, and those are like simple celled organisms. Yeah, and there's like pockets underground that she was saying that they lived in, and it was like I'm like what? Whatever. But the thing is, if they're spending all their time underground, they would have never had the ability. They'd be like cave fish. They wouldn't have had. Well, and then eyes. coming up and the, the sheer amount of nitrogen and oxygen, you would think would just. Cause, cause I, yeah, cause that's another thing that I wonder. It's like, like I said when they blow it up, and it's like, okay, so this huge thick layer of rock collapses, and you, you, how did they survive? And the thing is, these aren't the only dinosaurs. Later in the movie, they have a couple other scenes where more raptors are popping out of the ground, and triceratops. Dude, I got so excited. I was like, we need a triceratops. And then what crawled up? Triceratops. And it didn't. And then I was like, wait a second. All these dinosaurs are eating or biting people. Triceratops are not carnivorous. What does this do? Is it going to just bowl buildings down? That is true. We ne- But the it, triceratops does play a very epic role later in the movie. Yes, which we'll it does. Get to. So essentially you have the town is all in chaos because there's people running around, you know, getting killed by dinosaurs and there's this one scene where these two little girls standing in a front yard, and of course the Velociraptor goes after the mom. Oh god, it looked like it. It looked like it. It, it pimp slapped the mom. It was great. <laughs> and the daughters are just like, "Oh, They're you hit my mommy!" There. Exactly, and I mean, of course, you knew the kids would, because usually in horror movies, kids are usually safe. The only horror movie, or one of the few horror movies I remember seeing where they have small children that actually do get killed on screen, Ghost Shark. Go Shark was pretty funny. I was wa- yeah, I was watching it, and it's like, there's all of a sudden, for those who've never seen this movie, uh, there's some pointless backstory, but essentially there's a the ghost shark. The whole movie's pointless, but yeah. it's funny. There's this ghost shark that can literally come out of any body of water, even if it's like a toilet or water. Oh, it was so sink. funny. I love the fact that there's it's still like, it goes, rawr, rawr, yeah. In Ghost Shark, there's a scene where there's these kids playing in water, and the ghost shark just comes in, Bites two of them in half. I'm like, wow, this movie has balls. Yeah, it's an asylum film, I think. So probably, but well, with a name like Ghost Shark. It was on Sci-Fi, so I'm pretty sure it was an asylum film. But yeah. So yeah, well, every every all hell's breaking loose. Yeah. And of course, this is where the you know the millionaire businessman is trying to get out of town, and uh, there's the you know the core group there. Uh, oh yes, there was the laundromat scene. Yeah, where the girl climbs into the dryer, which is actually the smartest thing she could have done. That is true. And then, like, you know, of course, they've got the... Uh, it would have been funnier if the raptor would have hit the on button and she would have started spinning in the dryer. That is true. That would have been kind of funny. But then, of course, then in Burst Quaid, you, you know, dual-wielding the AK-47. And the thing is, he shoots the raptor and the blood splatters, like, and she's in the dryer. She kicks it open because the raptor's dead now. And he just walks up and goes, you know how to use one of these? And she's like, yeah. She takes it and walks Like, nothing happened. Uh, like, yeah. this is a normal day in Montana. Someone shot a dinosaur while you were hiding in the dryer. Take a gun and walk off and go start shooting things. This is nothing. This is an average Tuesday in Montana. And, yeah, apparently everyone in Montana knows how to use an AK-47. So Well, yeah. But anyway. That's where people go to hide from the government. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, actually, they do kind of bring up a little bit in the in the movie because when they... When Val and Sky, because uh, what happens is they, uh, Quaid tells him how to hotwire his truck because he wants him to go out of town to get help. Right. But eventually, what help, Quaid does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, event, eventually, what Wade does or Quaid does 
let me go back here. What Val does is he goes out to his dad's house where, of course, he's got all these guns and ammo and stuff because like that. Because clearly he's evading the government by the look at that weapon stash he had going on <laughs> in his house. So, then we, of course... Then we have the... Mon well, we had that monumental moment where the truck wouldn't start. Oh, yes, of course. And then we... What happens? Val gets on the horse for the first time since he... Oh, oh yes. falls. We're all like that. There needed to be like angel singing or something. Yeah, because like Val got on the horse. <gasps> yes, because the uh, they were after they were done picking up the weapons and stuff. Uh, they noticed, of course, of course, there was a gas leak in the of truck. Of course, of course. And you know, he realized his only hope would be to get on a horse. And of course, it's like they show him a horse. Of course, to, a horse. Of course, yes. <laughs> he wants to get on the horse, but I'm scared. But he can't because it keeps flashbacking back to the. Oh road. yeah, we had those painful slow motion flashbacks of the bull. And then, of course, he jumps up on the horse, and you know, it, pulls out two guns, shoots the raptor, bring with the girl, and they ride off. Yep. So then back we, to the dinosaurs. Yep. Back to the dinosaurs. So we've now got. Uh, Quaid, Sky, uh, the other girl, and some other old guy. They're, um, you know, they're holed up in this in the in the bar. tavern or whatever. Yeah. Because Henry and the because uh, the sheriff anyway and the mine owner have screwed off and to go, uh, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And you could you could kind of tell that this guy was the Doctor Sinclair owner. has been eaten at this point. Yes. No, by the, this was just before. Oh, just before. Remember what happened is uh, the mine she owner followed, on the radio. Right, but right, but because right as they were running out. Yeah, and then that's when she runs out in the street after him, and that's when the T Rex comes, and it's like. But at least the T Rex cleans up its messes. It actually fully eats its food. Yeah, somehow it's like this T-Rex comes and this chomps this woman, and all that's left is this torn white coat she was wearing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, at least the dinosaur, they don't they don't let much go to waste. Nope, nope. But, and this is a point where you're almost kind of starting to like Dr. Sinclair, because she was saying, okay, well, if these things have evolved on methane, you know, you got to find a way to set them on fire. And that's what they're sort of, it sounded like they were going to start making mouths of cocktails there for a bit, but mm -hmm. then we started flashing back over to Val and I got confused as to what was going on. Yeah, the, like I said, this was one of those movies where it, it does take, well, maybe it would have been easier to follow this movie if we weren't making fun of it half the time. But then half the fun is gone. Because, yeah, well, and like I said, then the sheriff and was there, was the owner of the mine or whatever were gone. But then, okay, so then Dr. Sinclair got eaten. Everybody else is fighting off the raptors that have now finally broken down the door to the bar. But at this point, then, what, Val and uh, Sky bust in yep. on the horse through the bar in this dramatic slow-motion thing. I'm like, oh, this is just out of The Walking Dead, isn't yeah. it? I, I think while you were saying they were probably doing slow-motion and maybe pad the movie out a couple more minutes. Oh, yeah, I think they're padding the movie out. Because it was like, what, an hour and 20 minutes? Is that hour 28, I think. Yeah. It's like a little less so than an hour, so. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, you know, shooting guns ablazing. He looks over at Quaid, hands him a fresh gun. <laughs> like, here you go. Here's some new rifles. <laughs> yeah, and, and the, so what they do is then they get themselves in. It was like Girl whose name movie. I don't remember pulls out the. Pulls, out, pulls the bow with the flaming chunk of fiber on the end, and may the odds may be ever in my favor. <laughs> you were like, oh, it all of a sudden turned into the Hunger Games. The door to the bar opens, and like three raptors bust into flames. Yep, and she shoots one in the mouth with a flaming arrow and blows up all three of them. That I was, was like, this is not Jurassic Park. I mean, um, Jaws. Exactly. <laughs> I was almost expecting her to say, smile, you son of a bitch. Right? <laughs> so, 
So they somehow get to this, I think it was like a granary or something. They called it like, they called it the, the, what did they call it, the grain elevator? But it didn't look like a grain elevator. It just looked like a building made with a bunch of cheap plywood from Lowe's or something, put together in the most slapdash kind of manner. (laughs) Yeah, and then they decide they're going to make a stand there, and of course the raptors start to overwhelm. They're in the walls, Al, is what they're saying. They're in the walls. (laughs) Like people under the stairs. The the raptors in the wall. (laughs) So they decide that they're going to make their stand there, but of course this is when um, the Henry, poor Henry, gets killed. Well, he got screwed over. Yeah. Remember? Because they had to, because while everybody was going to the grain elevator, I'm doing quotes that nobody can see. Yeah, they were taking out the floorboards because Because while they were, while they were, those people were going there, Val went to the police station to stock up on these giant bullets that I don't, like elephant bullets. (laughs) They were like five inches long. They were ridiculous. And flares and all kinds of stuff. And he was going to go let, probably I'm assuming let his dad out. Yeah. Or whatever. And then find out Henry was going to catch a ride with the owner of the mine, mine, but that guy took his truck and left. Ha ha. And at that point, um, I think Henry was going to kind of keep an eye on what Val was doing. But his dad had already let himself out, and that's where Bye Bye Daddy, because yeah. dad saved Val. And then gets killed by an by, by the things. By the acid, yeah. And yeah, then we the, lose the mine up. The mine owner dies right around here, doesn't he? Oh, actually, it was a scene before. Because what happened is the mine owner, you know, he was driving out of town in the SUV, all thinking In the that sheriff's he was, SUV, yeah. Yeah, and then this raptor... Because it was in the back seat, it was chilling, it taking a nap. Of, yeah, it's like, come on. Taking a nap. It was, you know, it's been a busy day eating people. Come on. Yeah, and it's kind of like... It's like Thanksgiving. The, it's a trip to... <laughs> trip to <laughs> take, take a nap. <laughs> so it's kind of like the... You know, the, the the email that's been around, you know, how to survive a horror movie. And it's like one, if you're going to get into a car, you know, you check the backseat. You yeah, check your backseat for raptors. Yes. There's our public service announcement <laughs> for the day. The next time you get into a, a vehicle, boys and girls, check the backseat to make sure there aren't any, any raptors. raptors in there. Mm-hmm. Not just any raptors, acid-spitting raptors. Because their heads are full of methane. Yes. But that's how the, the mine owner dies where the... Uh, the, you know, this raptor splatters him with acid. I was so glad faces. to see him die. Like, yeah. melted off, like a Mars Attacks kind of weird look. It was really great. Yeah, and then they it zooms back, and they show this SUPD, and it's like this, you know, yeah. splat of blood just appears on the thing. Mm-hmm. That was therapeutic. It was. So then they... Well, and then after- Val's dad goes bye-bye. Yes, Val's dad goes and then- bye-bye. Then Val gets to the grain elevator or whatever. Henry follows him. They take a stand there. People start rappelling down, like, randomly. I'm like, "What? you guys look like snacks on strings. This isn't probably <laughs> the best idea you've ever had. Yeah, and that's, again, poor Henry gets overwhelmed. And can, when they get out of the grainer elevator, conveniently, Val's horse did not get eaten. Right, it's just chilling. Like, there's not dinosaurs running around. Exactly. The horses so, are never, none of the horses are touched anywhere in this film by dinosaurs. No, one of them did in the beginning when Quaid was, like, using that. Yeah, but I think off. he did that on purpose. I think that was bait. No, he he actually came because I thought he was using the. And it looked go, like we're trying and it lo- to look at this movie logically. And it looked like a deer. It didn't look like a horse. So I thought it was, but anyways, maybe we'll have to go back and rewatch this movie. Um, uh, let's not say we no. did. But anyways, but but and, well, and Henry didn't make it. Mm-hmm. And it almost seemed like they thought Quaid didn't make it, but he showed up with like four propane tanks. Yeah, full of methane on a four wheeler. Yeah, because what they do is they decide to lead him back to the mine for some reason, and well, then yeah. 
you know, this is where they're going to make their last stand. And, of course, you got these two girls in, like, Daisy Duke shorts and, you know, T-shirts that are, one's of them shooting a shotgun and the other is, you know, shooting an AK-47. And, of course, they're not like Deadpool where they're counting out their bullets. And because there's no way that, you know, they could have had a spare ammo. You would have seen it. Right. Um, and then Quaid, of course, has a box-fed machine gun and there's these raptors running by him, and he's gunning him down, and he has a rocket launcher. That rocket launcher was pretty sweet. Yes. And apparent, and poor and, uh, Quaid got doesn't eaten. make it, yes. So, you know, the two girls, they see this, and they start, you know, crying and firing. Well, that's how you deal with your, your sadness in Montana. You shoot you shoot rifles <laughs> and kill things and cry. So, But then the best scene in the movie comes. Oh, yep. So the... This is where Cowboy Val comes back. Yep, because we've got the T-Rex to deal with yet. And we'd forgotten about Triceratops at this point. Yep. But, you know, he started, he's got the horse, and the horse can only run for, so fast, mm-hmm. and it's small. Yeah. So we got the Triceratops running, and we got the T-Rex behind him, and he's kind of in the middle. And <laughs> we looked at each other, and we're like, is he going to ride the Triceratops? <laughs> oh, my God, I hope he rides the Triceratops. What did he do, Al? <laughs> he rode the Triceratops. <laughs> yes! Right into the pit it of the mine. Glorious. <laughs> and when he went into the mine, the T-Rex followed him, and we were like, oh, no. And, of course, he jumped off Matrix-style, shooting his two yeah, handguns. Yeah, he did. Two his two handguns, Matrix-style. And, of course, it exploded, and the girls were... Because bye bye Val. But guess what happens? Val climbs out, and Sky runs up to him and slaps him first. And they do that mouth eating kiss thing, which is yes. disgusting, where you're eating each other's faces. And then and just then before the credits happen, out shoots a mutated, pterodactyl. Yes. Mut- mutant pterodactyl. That was yes. weird looking. And they just kind of look at each other, and nothing They're like, happens. Eh. Yeah. Oh <laughs> like, well, we've seen everything <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And. You know, I mean, I was expecting, like, a post... See, I was expecting, like, in most horror films where it would have swooped down and, like, carried him away. I think they're hoping for a Sharknado-type thing where they'll make a second one. Oh, let's hope not. Well, let's see. This movie was made in... two. It was released in 2015. Well, yeah, it's only 2016, so... Yeah, so you never know. I mean, it is possible Um, that I would totally watch a second one. If it was on Netflix, I wouldn't pay. To, yeah, I wouldn't pay to see it. So, well, I pay for Netflix subscriptions. So technically, I did pay to see this movie. I would watch the second one totally. Yeah. I, I was entertained through the whole thing. Yeah, it was. I mean, and it wasn't. It wasn't one of those movies that you, you know, could really seriously watch. You got to kind of check your sense of seriousness and your logic and reason at the door when watching this movie. I do with most movies I watch, but. It is a kind of it is a fun movie to kind of watch just to make fun of, and like I said, it's just so cliche where you kind of tell what happens next. I mean, would you say that this is the room level no. of bad or better than the room? It's better than the room. It's not. It's not. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Oh, Tommy Wiseau is melting face. This is not. Well, you gotta admit there was one scene in the room, and I did touch on this when Chad and I talked about. Uh, the uh, Revenge of the Bridesmaids, there's this scene in the room where, uh, okay, just a brief synopsis. The room is about a banker named Johnny who's going to be marrying his fiancée, Lisa. And there's this scene where uh, Johnny, his best friend, their next-door neighbor, and some other guy are sitting in the living room dressed in tuxedos. Now, what did you think would happen in the next scene? I was expecting the wedding. Well, nope, they go out and they play football. football. 
in tuxedos. I gotta admit, you didn't see that coming. Most of that movie is so random, you're like... Yes, like the uh, whole thing about, again, uh, Lisa's mother brings up, oh, I've got breast cancer, and they... Never never, do, never brought up again. Yeah, it's maybe like... maybe I'll do The Room someday in its own episode. So, if you had to rate this movie on one to five stars, what would you rate it? Uh, probably one and a half, because I was a little more entertained than a one star. Yeah, I would I would rate it about the same one and a half to two, mainly because it is the, it's not a great movie. No, but it's still entertaining. It is entertaining though. Unlike like I said, when we my friend Chad and I did Revenge of the Bridesmaids, it's like there wasn't really much entertaining about that movie. And, I sat through movies where I'm like, What am I doing with my life? Yeah, exactly. So I would say this is the kind of movie where if you're hanging out with friends and you've got an hour and a half to spare, and maybe if you've had, you know, a few brewskis, definitely give it a go, but oh, yeah. yeah, don't don't go out of your way to watch this one. So any closing thoughts on this movie, Dawn? Uh, no, but I would say watch it, actually. That'd probably be about it, because it's fun. Yeah, it's it, fun. It, it we'll give a it a try. Movie. It's fun. It's fun. Clichéd as hell, because mm-hmm. like I said, when Dawn and I were watching it, we could pretty much predict what would happen. If you can sit through Sharknado because of the entertain because of the cheesy entertainment value, you can sit through this. Yep. That's what I'll say. So it, with that said, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us on another It Came From Netflix. So uh, if you have ideas for any topics you'd like to see me cover in the future, whether it's an idea for It Came From Netflix or a bargain bit adventure or just a general uh, geekery and general topic, feel free to send me a comment either through Facebook you can look up Point of Insanity Game Studio on Facebook, or you can go to POIGamestudio.com, and there's a Contact Me section there. So thank you for joining us, and have a good evening, or morning, or afternoon, or whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy movie watching!